Parlays, player props, and predictions are back for week 11 in the NFL today. I'll talk about my four favorite player props, including a ladder play. So get out your ladders. We got a money line parlay as well. Let's talk about last week's video. The props went two and two, but the money line parlay clutches up plus 727. We like that. Let's try to run it back this week. If you are new, my name is Austin from Calling or Shot. We do these videos every week. So definitely hit that subscribe button down below. If you are new, we do our daily best bets in the NBA and we have tons of other content you don't want to miss out on. Let's keep it going though this week. If you want to check out my favorite spread picks for Sunday, check out our week 11 best bets video. The thumbnail looks exactly like this one. It will be linked at the end of the video in the description and the pinned comment section down below. Let's keep rolling. We're 2-0 so far this week thanks to Thursday Night Football. Let's keep that momentum. Let's start with my first player prop this week. Paris Campbell of the Indianapolis Colts taking his over. 38 and a half receiving yards minus 115 on BetMGM. Now, I will not be laddering this one, but I wouldn't mind a ladder on Mr. Paris Campbell as I'd probably play this up to 45 and a half because I think Paris either crushes this line or doesn't even sniff it, but I hopefully he crushes it as Paris Campbell and the Colts back at home taking on the Eagles. And before I even dive into analysis, just looking at this game, the Eagles seven point uh, favorites coming off a loss. We could see them come up big here and maybe we see the Colts trailing and having to throw a lot more than they anticipated or we see a close game and either way it's fine for me as Paris Campbell I think can get it done in either route. Now let's talk about Matt Ryan who was thrown back under center thanks to Jeff Saturday who's the new head coach interim head coach at least for the Indianapolis Colts in the last three games in which Matt Ryan has started Paris Campbell has feasted look at these lines seven receptions on 11 targets for 57 receiving yards 10 receptions 12 targets 70 receiving yards and then another seven receptions nine receptions or nine targets and 76 receiving yards and he's playing well over 80 percent of the snaps probably about five or six weeks ago we saw that frank reich that 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 point the colts head coach saying you know paris campbell's looking like one of the best receivers in camp and he wasn't lying as they've been playing him a lot and this eagle secondary is daunting they have darius slay they have james bradbury but those guys are more of the guys that and including their their safeties as well this is a team that doesn't like to get beat deep rarely do they get beat deep and so it's going to be tough for guys like alec pierce who have a high average depth of target guy like michael pittman jr is likely going to get Darius Slay on him a good amount or they're going to pay a lot of attention to him but uh, here we go we got the Eagles the secondary despite being so so good they still allowed 15 wide receivers to hit 40 or more receiving yards which is what we need out of Paris Campbell today and since the Colts no longer have Naheem Hines he's now a Buffalo Bill we've seen a lot of these short throws go to a guy like Paris Campbell his average depth of target just 5.1 yards he's only seeing 27.7 air yards per game Look, well, sure, we'd like if he gets targeted deeper down the field, but his primary you know, thing and his skill set is yards after the catch. So he's capable of taking a five-yard pass and going for 35 yards. He's certainly capable of doing that. And I really like Paris Campbell, a very talented player, finally healthy for the first time basically in his whole career. I like him. I think they're going to throw a lot of dink and dunks to him. I think that's what's going to be open against the very talented Eagles secondary. Paris Campbell, our first play of the day, taking his over in receiving yards. He can play that up a pretty good high amount. Now let's move on to my next play, another over in receiving yards. This time we're going to Sunday night football as the Chiefs take on the Chargers. I'm taking Jarek McKinnon. They're running back over 25 and a half receiving yards. This is probably playable up to 29 and a half. Now McKinnon quietly becoming a staple of this Chiefs offense. I mean, maybe this is a trap, but over the last four games, he's at 29, 36, 40, and 56 receiving yards, quietly increasing that number each and every week. And he's seen eight targets the last two weeks. He's basically jumped over Clyde Edwards Hilaire, their first round pick from two years ago, jumped over him on the depth chart. And it's just him and Pacheco. You saw only Clyde Edwards Hilaire play four snaps last week. Jarek McKinnon played 24, 
Pacheco played 35, but still, McKinnon's going to be out there for all their passing down, and now they got McCole Hardman, they got Juju Smith-Schuster out, and while Kadarius Tony likely steps in, I don't trust him or Marquez Valdez-Scantling to really have a big game. The Chargers actually have done a good job defending Travis Kelsey in their career. When Derwin, J Derwin James, their safety is active, he should be active and ready to go as long as he's healthy the whole game, which he's had some games where he plays the first half, gets injured, and that's when we see Travis Kelsey, Kelsey take off. I think a guy like Jarek McKinnon is going to be open a lot. I think they're going to dink and dunk to him. I mean, we look, this is the Chiefs offense. I want a pass catcher with a guy like Patrick Mahomes. We know he could throw up 50 times any given night. His passing yards line has been set at over 300. All we need is 26 for a guy like Jarek McKinnon who could see five, six, seven receptions for all I know. You look at last week's Christian McCaffrey had 39 receiving yards versus this uh, this Chargers defense. The week prior to that, Tyler Algier of the Falcons had one reception but took it for 24 yards. Now, McKinnon, we don't need him to take one catch and go for 28 yards or whatever we need to get is over. He should see three, four, five receptions. I think that's certainly capable of getting it done. Chargers have a decent pass rush as well. We know they're obviously going to probably try to spy Patrick Mahomes because he normally gets some good rushing guards against him. So I really like Jerick McKinnon. Get some dump offs. Just have some routes that he's going to beat the linebackers taking us over 25 and a half receiving yards let's keep this moving to an anytime touchdown score we've had a lot of success on these this season this week we're going with josh jacob of the las vegas raiders taking his anytime touchdown plus 115 on points back as they're in denver colorado taking on the denver broncos now the broncos credit where credit's due great defense despite their offense stinks but their defense is great and they don't allow a ton of points per game, but all we need is one. All we need is one touchdown out of Josh Jacobs, and I certainly think he can get that done. Now, look, Josh Jacob, he can catch a touchdown. While it's not necessarily his recipe for victory here, he can still catch one even if they do get down, but I expect more of it to be a rushing touchdown. And Jacobs has a rushing touchdown in four of his last six games, including one last week. Now, Jacobs did not score a touchdown in the two weeks prior to last week, but he got off the snide, got into the end zone against the Colts. Now, here's a weird stat for you. You might have to put on your thinking goggles and at least dive into this because I was looking at the trends for Jacobs. He rarely goes two games. Well, well, just look at this. Over his last 25 games, his streaks where he just doesn't have a touchdown and then he has a touchdown, he rarely goes back to not having a touchdown. You look at his last 25, he had two straight games with a touchdown, then he had no touchdown the next week. Three straight with a touchdown, then three straight with no touchdown. Then you see the streaks. I mean, he rarely goes a touchdown and then no touchdown the next week unless it's like a two or three game streak with a touchdown. I don't know. I, I'm not going to dive into that trend. Really why I'm here is that Josh Jacobs has owned the Denver Broncos in his career. Six games versus Denver. Two plus touchdowns. We only need one. Two plus touchdowns in four of six. A touchdown in five of those six games. So if you want to go for two plus, go for it. He had already had two plus touch. He already had two touchdowns versus the Broncos earlier this year. I think you're getting plus 115 value. I know the Broncos haven't allowed a ton of rushing touchdowns this year and a ton of points in general, but their offense still stinks. And this should be a guy that Josh Jacobs is going to see the lion's share of the work for this Raiders backfield. Raiders need to start winning some games, although they probably aren't going to make the playoffs. Would be nice for a guy like. Derek Carr, guys like, they, we don't know what the Raiders, the Raiders are a couple more losses away from blowing up this team and Derek Carr getting released. I saw some report of that on, on Twitter, and I don't know if they want to do that. I think Derek Carr steps up. I think his offense plays well. All we need is Josh Jacobs to go score one touchdown. I think he's capable, plus 115. Now, everyone, what you all have been waiting for, grab your ladders like I told you to. Get them out because we're taking this ladder play. And hopefully you guys can understand exactly how I'm playing this because it's for a guy by the name of Kyle Pitts. Now, I know if you have him in fantasy football, you're probably not happy with what he's done this year. But I like him this week as they take on the Chicago Bears. Now, I'm putting up on the screen exactly how I'm going to play this ladder. Now, you could put a one, one unit on his regular over 36 and a half receiving yards. Go for it. You could put, we're total, we have one and a half units on a guy like Kyle Pitts. You see, I got... That's 0.75 units. So if you're a $100 normal unit better, you put $75 on Mr. Kyle Pitts over regular over 36 and a half. You put another 50 bucks or 
a half a unit on 50 plus receiving yards at plus 178. Another quarter unit, 0.25 on 60 plus, 0.15 units on 70 plus, and then 0.10 units on 80 plus receiving yards at plus 640. If Kyle Pitts gets 80 plus receiving yards, we have bet one and a half units. We'll bring back over three and a half units of profit plus the one and a half we already bet. Now, look, I like, now the question is, after I've already explained this and probably talked about Kyle Pitts for 35 seconds, why do we like Kyle Pitts? And here's why. Now, Pitts, he's up and down this year. No sugarcoat in that, but he does have 80 plus receiving yards in two games this year. And what he hits is over, he crushes is over. This is very rarely a guy that just goes, I'm going to get 37 receiving yards. It just barely hit your over. No, he normally crushes it. And you look at Pitts over the last three weeks, I think some regression is due. Last three weeks, nine, seven, and eight targets. Seeing the target volume, the problem is Marcus Mariota can't hit him. Now, if he does, now that's asking Marcus Mariota to complete a pass is a big, big if. But over the last two games, four receptions combined, 15 targets total. So I think he's just due some regression eventually, and it could come against this Bears defense, which has not been very good this year. He has a 57.4 catchable target rate percent capital target rate yeah that's not great you don't love that but still Pitts is the guy that averages 82.2 air yards per game they're targeting him deep all he has to do is complete one and we're going to cash several legs of this of this uh ladder and we look at a bears defense hasn't faced a ton of elite uh tight ends the last one they faced dalton schultz he had 74 receiving yards and like six receptions against him and you look at kyle Pitts over receptions if you just want to take his receptions line you should have three and a half minus 110 each way Kyle Pitts has only had four receptions in two of nine games this year. If he even gets three or four receptions, I think we have a very good chance of hitting this one. It's a, he's commanding a 27% target share. All we need is Marcus Mariota to throw him a catchable pass. I know that's a big if, but if Marcus Mariota has practiced a little bit with him, I think they connect on some passes, which is a guy like Kyle Pitts who can make a couple guys miss. This is one of the most dynamic, athletic tight ends the NFL has to offer. He's seen a lot of targets. I just hope he completes a couple of them this week. I don't mind his over and longest reception, which is 17 and a half. But look, I'm climbing the ladder with Mr. Kyle Pitts. I think he gets maybe, hopefully, at least over 50 plus. But if he can get 60, 70, or 80, we're going to have a big day with Mr. Kyle Pitts. Putting a one and a half units on his ladder. Really trust it. We'll recap. We'll see how we, we'll track it as just a one pet. But hopefully he cashes a couple of these legs and gets it done. If he lays a leg lays an egg then oh well it's Kyle Pitts you never really know with him now of course let's keep it moving those are my four player props today the money line parlay time everyone loves it last week we got off the snide with the plus 727 bomb let's try to duplicate that success four teams four legs Eagles Patriots Raiders and Cowboys plus 743 on FanDuel the odds of us hitting two straight money line parlays let's be honest very uh, very unlikely but we'll take a stab at it let me talk about why i like these eagles versus colts eagles i don't see them losing too straight the colts while they do play better as underdogs i don't know if the jeff saturday experiment continues to work hey i'd allow it if the eagles do end up going out there and losing but they're seven point favorites i think they get that done now for my week 11 best bets video i did talk about the patriots jets i'll give you a spoiler i I like the Patriots to cover. They've just owned the Jets. And while I have the Jets pennant behind me, I have a Jets shirt under here. I've got to cover it up for the video because I'm picking the Patriots. I just think they beat the Jets. I, I, the Patriots need this game much more than the Jets do. It's just a game where the Patriots, they lose this one. They got no chance of winning the division. And it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs. Now the Raiders, look, I ain't betting on the Broncos. You got the wrong guy. I don't care if the Broncos are favored by 10 points against any team. I'd rather trust the Raiders, a team that already beat them once this year. They're in Denver, and the Broncos just keep going down, down, down. They're losing guys. Jerry Judy's probably out. This team just stinks, and I'm not betting money on them. I'd rather take the value with the Raiders. And the final one is Cowboys. 
One of my spread picks in the video is in this game, and I'll let you know it's probably the Cowboys as it's the pick them. I know a lot of people aren't going to like it, but I think the Cowboys do get it done on the road in Minnesota. A lot of people are going to be riding with the Vikings. I think the Cowboys have the recipe for success to take down a Minnesota Vikings team. Just double Justin Jefferson say, you know what, KJ Osborne, go beat me. Oh, yeah, Adam Thielen, go beat me too. And I just don't know if those guys are capable. They have a great pass rush. I think they can get to Kirk Cousins, make life difficult on him. And plus, it's a money line parlay. Need some value in there. Plus 743. If we can hit two in a row, that would be electric. I appreciate you guys for tuning into the video. Our week 11 best bets video is on the screen. Go click it. Go check it out. You see my three favorite spread picks plus two extra leans. Leans are 8-0 over the past four weeks. It's been a ridiculous run. I love you guys. Appreciate all your support. If you ever want to sign up for any sports books, all the links are down below in the description. I'll see you guys back again in the other videos. See you guys then. Peace out.